Doctor, what are you talking about? You mean we can change history? Again? Indeed. A loss of time on our side, as it were. That doesn't make any sense. Mark, you don't have to be rude. Miss Hamilton, you seem to have forgotten all the Doctor's lectures about the laws of time. I don't know how. Heard them a million times. History cannot be changed. What's done is done. Oh, but if we could, Mark, think about it. Serena wouldn't have to She's be... dead, Miss Hamilton. Accept it. How can you say that? It's a fact. Miss Ryan is dead, and best forgotten. Now we should focus on defeating the Daleks. Oh, go on and pull the other one. It's survival, Miss Hamilton. That's all it is. I'll be in my quarters. What's the matter with him? Be patient, dear. Serena's probably the first person he's let get close in a long time. And to suddenly lose her, he's dealing with it in the only way he knows how. As a soldier in battle. <sighs> so, what are we going to do? After what Mark said about the laws of time, I'm confused. Well, he was correct up to a point. According to the first law of time, the past cannot and must not be changed. The Daleks, however, have violated the first law. So they're trying to change their own past. Precisely. To make matters worse, they have become more technologically advanced at this stage of their development than they should be, as a direct result of their interference. You know, sure we can stop all that and save all of our friends? Yes, Dara. The events we just experienced are not necessarily written in stone, to coin a phrase. Because of the Daleks, history is now uncertain, fluid, and we must set it right. I understand now. So, what can I do? Watch the sensor readings on the console, if you don't mind. We should be materializing on the dark side of the moon approximately three months and ten days in the past. Doctor, where are you going? To fetch Mark. When I return, we can study the data files we took from the Dalek mothership. Supreme Dalek on the command deck! Report! We have found six asteroids of the correct size and mass for planetary bombardment. Stealth sensor probes continue to scan the asteroid belt. All mass drivers will be fully operational in ten sidereal days. Report the status of alien monitoring devices. Three surveillance devices in low Earth orbit are scanning staging areas. Stealth and deflector shield systems online. The humans will not detect us. Alert! Alert! Time corridor activated. One Dalek arriving in Time Corridor Station 3. Incoming message. On screen. I obey. This is the future counterpart of the Supreme Dalek. The Doctor is now aware of our plans to invade Earth. He will enter this time zone to obstruct us. This data will be input into the battle computers. You have failed to capture and interrogate the Doctor. I have failed. You have failed. You have failed. I have failed. I have failed. Future counterpart has destroyed itself. We will not fail. The asteroid bombardment will leave the humans disorganized and defenseless. There will be enough humans and materials for exploitation. Our plan will succeed. The Daleks will be victorious! Hmm. My turn to watch the sensors, Miss Hamilton. Oh, good. I thought I was going to fall asleep. Maybe you should get some rest. No, oh, thanks, Mark. Not after all the things I've seen. I understand. 
Thank you. Doctor, how are things on your side of the console? Doctor? Yes, Daryl? Oh, sorry. I'm still analyzing the Dalek battle plans. They must be quite a poser. After a fashion, yes. There's plenty of information in these files. Telemetry, spectral analysis, spatial coordinates, fuel consumption reports, and more. Pretty detailed files. Yeah, sounds like you found everything. On the contrary. This information only raises more questions. More questions? Like what? <sighs> this requires some explanation. After my encounters with the Daleks, they began to fight among themselves for control and fell into chaos. Now look at the view screen. It looks like a star map. Wait a centon. Those are galaxies, not stars. But it would take millions of years to move from one galaxy to another. Now you can see the scope of the Dalek Empire. Somehow the Daleks have organized all the warring factions into a single military force invading the entire universe. Separated by time and distance. And all those lines of ships going back and forth? I believe so, Dara. But there's more. These Dalek ships on their way here. To Skaro, their home planet. But Skaro should no longer exist. Why? Was it destroyed or something? Yes. This arrangement of stars and galaxies will take place over 1,000 years in your future. But in that time period, Skaro's sun went supernova. I saw to that myself. What? Doctor, are you saying these Daleks rebuilt their planet? No, Mark. That's beyond their ability even now. But their sun did explode, right? Apparently not. It seems that the Daleks were able to alter that part of their history as well. They must have warned themselves in the impending defeat and mustered every ship they could to stop the probe I sent to trigger the supernova. And lost almost every ship. The probe must have run out of power to continue the battle, then return to Gallifrey. That's amazing! That's impossible! Yes, it should be. How they managed to avoid the time paradoxes is beyond me. But we can't afford to dwaddle on that right now. If we don't act soon, we'll be too late to stop the Dalek invasion. Doctor, there's no way we can fight the Daleks by ourselves. But we've got to do something! And quickly. Our only alternative now is to warn Earth immediately. We must help them prepare. But they can't possibly stand up to the Daleks. She's right, Doctor. 20th century Earth wouldn't stand a chance against them. Not conventional military forces, no. But UNIT may be able to, provided we can prepare them in time. I must speak to Colonel Crichton at once. Astronomical observatories all over the globe have detected an unexpected increase in meteoric activities in the solar system. There is no official comment Major from Patel. any aerospace group I didn't know you were back. Good evening, Lieutenant Briggs. I just came back from the meeting in Geneva. I hope you had a nice trip. Uh, excuse me, but do you know when the football results will be on? Another ten minutes, I think. Oh, good. Thank you. By the way, is there any cocoa left on the base? I think so. I've got a tin around here somewhere. Unless Holmes found it first. Him and that sweet tooth of his. I'll get it. Briggs here. Uh... Major, we got someone who says he found pieces of a spaceship. I think I'd better talk to him. Yes, can I speak to him, please? I hope this isn't about the meteors again. Good evening, sir. This is Major Patel. Now what seems to be the problem? Yes. Uh, I see. This is... Yes. Well, this is all very interesting, but I want to ask you a few questions. Good. 
First, have you touched these alien artifacts? No ill effects, then. Just grease all over your hands, I see. Were you able to examine these items? Did you see any identifying marks? Some writing. Ah. It's a car part that says Made in Cowley on the side. <laughs> now, Mr. Mr. Saywood, I'm sure if there were space creatures hiding in Cowley, someone would notice. I'm quite certain. Good night. Time to change the phone number again. How that man found it, let alone learned about Unit, I'll never... Who found out about Unit? Say it again, sir. This time he thought a car part was a device from outer space. Alright, change the phone number on the outside line. Again. Very good, sir. Not much of a welcome home, is it? Not now, Charles. We're in a hurry. Doctor! The doctor? This man in the magician's garb? Oh, oh yes, the security briefings. Major Patel, isn't it? I missed you when I was last here. Uh, yes, I was in Geneva. This is Commander Mark Triad and Mr. Hamilton. Please excuse the rush introductions. Doctor, you're covered in dirt. All three of you. What have you been up to? I can explain later, Charles. But right now I want you to call your people together for a briefing. A briefing? What the place is for? A war council. Your planet is about to be invaded. Colonel Crichton, please. You've got to listen to him. Yes, yes, all right. But where do we even begin to- Check every radar station at your disposal for UFO sightings within the last few days. In the meantime, you should arm your men with armor-piercing explosive rounds. Also, prepare whatever you have in the latest, most sophisticated weapons design. Uh, yes. Lieutenant Briggs, put the base on alert. Briefing in ten minutes. Very good, sir. Sir, if you have a moment. Are you sure that man is the Doctor? Yes, Major. But for as long as I've known him, or even heard of him, he was always a pacifist. I know. And now he's telling us to arm ourselves. I'll see to the special ordinance. And tell my aide to check for new UFO sightings. Right away, sir. Well, Doctor, I'm taking your advice. We'll have your briefing in ten minutes. Good, good. Now, uh... Ah, there. Dara, would you be so kind as to hand me that telephone directory? This one here? Yes. <sighs> Thank you. Whatever you're looking for, you'd better hurry. Everyone in London is going home at this hour. Quite so, Charles. Ah, found it. Mark, I want you to nip off to this address. Now, do I remember to grab a pen? Ah, good. What do you need? Hmm? Oh, some supplies. I'll call them and tell them what I need. I've drawn a map for you. You should have no trouble finding it. One of my men can do the supply run, Doctor. We're all needed here. No, I think Commander Triad would be best for this. Very well. There's a jeep just outside, Commander. We need someone to drive- Colonel, I've piloted Star Cruisers for 20 years. I'm sure I could figure out a primitive 20th century vehicle. I'll be back in a centaur. Remember, drive on the left side! What? Oh, never mind. Hmm. Doctor, that address you wrote down. That's in a residential part of London. I'm not aware of any supply stations there. Oh? Really? Where did you send him? 824 Chadwell. Serena Ryan? Oh, Doctor, you're such a romantic. Yes, well, some good must come from all this. Somehow. Dara, would you like some flowers? But Doctor, that's your pin. Ooh, nice trick. Here you are, miss. Thanks. I... I'm sorry about the tip. 
I don't have a lot of money, and I just lost my job. Cutbacks in the accounting department. Well, as they say in the movies, you win some, you lose some. Hi! Why'd you learn how to drive? Starfleet Academy, Earth History 210. You nearly took off the nose of my cab, you prat! Look, I'm in a hurry. Get out of my way! You'd better have lots of dosh because- Hey! Put me down! I did tell you to... <coughs> get out of my way. Anyway, I'm looking for 824 Chadwell. Oh, cry my name. Um, excuse me? Did you say 824 Chadwell? Yeah, I think it's somewhere on this street. That's my address. I live there. You do? I don't understand. I thought- Are you alright? You look like you just saw a ghost. Uh, I'm sorry. It's just- You look like someone I used to know. <laughs> I've heard that one before. Is that- Your Walkman? Well, yes. Did you recognize this too? Were you listening to a song by someone called Robert Johnson? My friend liked his music. I... I was listening to... Wow, maybe we have met before. But it must have been a long time ago. I'm afraid I don't remember. Something... like that. We, uh... didn't know each other very long. I'm not used to letting anyone know me, I'm afraid. I met you... Then you weren't there anymore. I wasted my chance to really get to know you. The first time in my life, I felt someone leave. But I guess I found you again. Time's funny that way, isn't it? Now that I have, I want to learn as much about you as I can. As much as you want to teach me before we... Before we run out of time. I... <laughs> I'm not sure about this, but we must have met from somewhere. And I got all the time in the world, so why not? All the time in the world. We'd better hurry, then. I'm Commander Mark Triad. Star- Commander Triad, this is Watchtower. Do you copy? Over. What was that? I think your jeep is talking to you. What? Oh, the jeep. Triad here. Commander, the base is now on full alert. We need everyone to prepare to enter the field, so return to base as soon as possible. Acknowledged. Mark, what's going on? I don't think you should be involved, Serena. Is it that serious? More serious than you could believe. Oh, boo-hoo. You can tell me about it on the way. Serena! Come on, Mark. I saw the way you stalled out your jeep. I can drive you through London. I'm not so sure about this. I've only been back in London for a few months, but I still know my way around town. But you don't know where the base is. Then you'll just have to give me directions, won't you? Besides, how am I supposed to find you? <sighs> Alright. This is a bad idea. Come on, I'll help you in. Great! See? I know what I'm doing. Uh, Mark? You can let go of me now. Huh? Oh, uh, sorry. Right, now let's see what this baby can do. You will all be issued explosive armor-piercing rounds. I don't expect you lot to have any trouble with them, but I'm going to say this anyway, right? Exercise caution when you handle these rounds. Doctor, do you have anything else to add to this briefing? Yes, Colonel Crichton. Based on my experience, you should watch for unusual FM signals. Individual Daleks often speak to each other through such localized transmissions. Doctor, there are all sorts of legal and illegal radio signals throughout the country, especially here in London. 
The task of finding these rogue signals from the rest will be difficult at best. That's odd. When I asked your aide to work on the problem, he only said it would take time. What? Uh, uh, that's all, gentlemen. Dismissed. Doctor, can I go too? I'm starving. Uh, yes, of course, Dara. I can get you some tea and biscuits if you like. Uh, no, I'm too distracted right now to enjoy them. Are you sure? Yes, yes, thank you. Alright, I'll be back in a minute. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Major. No harm done, if you'll pardon me. Now, Doctor, if you must use government property and personnel, at least consult me before you do so. Oh, uh, sorry. I didn't think you would mind. You must prepare for the Daleks as soon as possible. Oh, pardon me, Doctor. Uh, yes, that's alright. Your report, Major. The special ordinance is being issued now. We'll have three platoons ready to move out within the hour. And I spoke to the Boffins in Geneva, and we are now cleared for some experimental laser rifles. They'll be here in the morning. Good. Well done. Oh, and Doctor, Commander Triad is on his way back to base. I spoke to myself. Mm. Ah, yes. Thank you, Major Patel. Anything else, Major? No, sir. All right. Continue to supervise the troop preparations. Very good, sir. Now then, Doctor. Exactly how much do you know about this alien invasion? You seem to know a great deal, even for you. Yes, that's true. So, can you give me any more information? I'm afraid there's only so much I can tell you. Oh, really? And why is that? Charles, you must believe me. I have told you everything you need to prepare for the battle ahead. <sighs> you may be right. From what you've told us, we'll be able to deal with these Daleks well enough. Besides, I don't see how these overgrown pepper pots could honestly pose a threat. What? Well, they hardly sound like the scourge of the universe, do they? Charles Crichton! If we let them, these Daleks will destroy this planet. They will spare nothing. All that will remain is dust, and blood, and violence. Briefing room. Colonel Crichton here. Good. Do we have enough men to leave straight away? Right. Then we're moving out. See to it. What is it, Charles? My men have found your radio signals. They have? Where, Charles? I must know. A series of low-power rogue FM transmissions somewhere in London. We're trying to triangulate the source as we speak. Oh, no. You must move more quickly than I thought. Wait a minute. I thought you wanted to find these rogue signals. But it's too soon! The Daleks are working more quickly than I thought was possible. I don't understand. But don't you see? There are Daleks here in London. They aren't preparing to invade. They're already here. Thank you.